<laughs> Wait, so Matt, Matt, what are your what are your spooky plans? I think I'm gonna add an eighth or ninth murder to this year's tally. Okay. We got him. We got Guys, him. We got, we got him. him. We got him. We got, got him. him. What are you? Wait, what? Yes. Oh God! It's twenty seconds <laughs> into the episode. We got him. <laughs> um. So with that, hello and welcome back. We're the Tough Cut Podcast, and this is episode. <sighs> Jesus. 81. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, part four <laughs> of the long bracket. And I'm Matthew. I'm Alex. I'm Jakers. Jakers. And <laughs> today we've got quite the agenda on our plate. Um, yeah. We've got <laughs> the sum total of like 25, 26 hours of movie. Yeah. All comes down to this matchup. And that is RRR versus Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Extended Edition. It's going to get crazy. But before we get to that, we've got audience honorable mentions and some of our honorable mentions. What didn't quite make the cut for the folks here at the Tough Cut? That's right. And, you know, getting into honorable mentions quickly and early, I just want to get one out of the bat because we got the email already. From Optimus Prime Rib, oh, no. uh, subject line, an easy week, uh, text in the email, just says two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, Optimus Prime Rib, you're right. It's a long movie. But you know what? I'm disappointed. I wanted more from you. Uh, I'm kind of let down. I mean, there's I. probably like a very long cut you could find of like some kind of Transformers parody. I want to see probably a fan motivated. cut. That is like every single Michael Bay Transformers just back to back to back to back. I bet there's um, like a fan cut of the movie where every explosion, the movie, movie starts gets... over or something. <laughs> or it like gets slower. Yeah. Uh, how do you, how do you like how every step movie? Samwise takes? It'll be the furthest he's ever <laughs> been from home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll just take uh, every time. There's an explosion. We've got a. I don't know. It's going to try and loop in the Romeo and Juliet clause somehow. <laughs> no, I was like, I was waiting for it. I was like, please don't, don't bring her up. You could serve a long jail sentence if you try to pull that rule. Um, that counts, I guess. Yeah. True, yeah. true. I guess is that spoilers? Is that spoilers for Transformers: Age of Extinction? We've talked about it enough. Could where care I care less if it's. Spo- I guess spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. <laughs> I, I think. Age of Extinction is the one movie on this show we don't have to give a spoiler warning for any of Because everyone's its content. seen it. You're right. Everyone's yeah, seen it. It's, it's, it's so evergreen, yeah. baby. Evergreen. <laughs> everyone's um, seen it. We're going to have a single episode that is exclusively dedicated to Age of Extinction. And Optimus Prime Rib's going to be a guest. And he's going to finally explain himself. I think that'll be the him. end of the podcast, uh, to be honest. <laughs> the last episode <laughs> yeah, of The Tough like, Cut. The last episode. Because... Spending an hour talking about that movie would literally kill me. It probably It'll would. make you so sick that you're just a little dead boy. It probably. Well, you know what I'll say? Fair point, Optimus Prime Rib. It is, in fact, two hours and 45 minutes. I do <laughs> I do want to point out another, like, um, another, another audience member. Um, because they put the movie Taken 2, and then, but, no, but their reasoning, I don't even know how long, someone, someone look it up. Their reasoning was it's one minute was too long for that movie. It's only an hour and a half yeah, long. So we just the got like a, a random Taken 2 hater like in our audience, which <laughs> I just wanted to say to that person, shout out you because look, I know I'm a random hater of the Avatar movies and I got to respect the 
grind and grussel of someone who just went out of their way (laughs) to bash taken to it's not even even like we've ever talked about (laughs) or referenced taken we've never said we like taken to we never said we were no we just said give us your long recommendation movies and they went out of their way to say taken to is a bad movie, which what again more power to them. That's pretty amazing. I have that's to. really good. I like imagining that this person hates Taken Two so much that they watched it and they hated it so much throughout that they were like, "This is the worst movie ever." I sat through two and a half hours of Taken Two and it was like only an hour and a half, and they just imagined that it was longer than it was. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> no, it's very true. What about our little honorable mentions? Well, then why don't you give me one, huh? Yeah. Um, Give me one, Daddy. Whoa. Well, there there are Whoa. many because it turns Whoa. out I really like movies that are long. Good, because I only had two. <laughs> um, I referenced uh, Akira Kurosawa specifically during this mm-hmm. bracket mm-hmm. amongst the possible many times. And there are tons and tons of Akira Kurosawa movies you could pick. Um, but specifically Ron, uh, uh, Ran was like, yeah, I was so Very close good. to putting it in there. Uh, it's only like two hours and 45-ish minutes. It's pretty tame still, for him. Pretty tame for him. It's pretty long. It's a long movie. Um, just because it, it's just so good. Yeah. I mean, I, I almost like, you know, Seven Samurai would have been a great pick. You know? Yeah. Like, that's a that's a great movie, but it is long. Uh, yeah. But it was already on, and I, I knew that there were other long movies. I did not do a good job of doing the, the old classics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like Barry Lyndon. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> I will say I was gonna like, I was really, really close. There was a film I really liked where I was like, how am I ever going to get it on this bracket? Like, how is anyone ever going to like sit and actually watch this? And like, we could talk about it unless they've seen it before. Um, and so I almost picked it, but then I spared y'all. Okay. So it's technically a part of a series that runs like five hours, but it's like, they released it all in one film, but it's broken up in like three films. It's called Koyana Skatsi. Don't know if you guys have uh, ever ever heard of it. You might you might have. It's an experimental film that has no dialogue um, and is uh, <laughs> Koyana Skatsi itself is only an hour twenty six, and that's one part of like three. I'm pretty sure, but like it blew my mind when I was like a young lad watching it in high school. Uh, and it's just a bunch of images and it, you know, shows you cycles of like life and earth and shit, but it's like really, really well done. And just over the background is just someone going, Koyana Skatsi, over and over for that whole time. And it's one of those movies that like, they've now edited to where Koyana Skatsi itself is just a movie that's set an hour and 26. Uh, but it feels like it's like eight hours because of, you know, no, no dialogue Wait, I'm sorry. Did you just say a seven hour, 26 minute movie feels like it's no, eight hours? No, no, no. An hour, an hour, 26 movie feels so like. So how long does the five hour version feel like it lasts? <laughs> uh, I watched it in parts admittedly when I was a, when I was a teenager. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, but I really liked Koyana Skatsi. Mm. Mm. Nice. So that's, that's my like bougie pick that I didn't pick. And I, you know, leaned away from it for you guys. I mostly just have regular fanboy picks for this one. Um, hit, hit, hit Avengers one Endgame, you know, three hours. I almost movie. picked that too. I love that movie. It's good. It's a great culmination. I feel like it suffers from similar issues to what Lord of the Rings suffer from of like, how do you separate it from the, the rest, rest of, of the MCU? Thing. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think it does a pretty admirable job of standing on its own, but it is very deep uh, as like the the conclusion of that first big Avengers arc. I mean, yeah, I just remember seeing it for the first like now I can break it apart. Sure. But like seeing it for the first time, I had no complaints. I was so happy. I the reaction was so like bold and beautiful. I, I loved it. And that'll that that experience will never be taken away, you know. Oh, for sure. The, uh, just another one quick that I was considering um, any of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but we already talked about them in the Pirates bracket. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, they're kind of long, but like they're not that. The reason I I pick I thought about it was because the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie was the first movie I saw in theaters. Uh, that I specifically remember in theaters being like, wow, this is a long movie. <laughs> and I think it's only like two and a half hours, yeah. which is like kind of long. But like now you're such a big boy and you can sit down and watch a f- almost five hour movie. Yeah, I sure can. To follow up on Jake's idea of a movie you didn't want to subject the group to. <laughs> um, the two of you recall, I sent a very, very specific warning about a particular film. Um <laughs> Uh, long ago and Alex says <laughs> said please don't make yeah, me watch he's that he literally said please never um, yeah uh, and that is Love Exposure it's a Japanese film it is incredible and about four hours long it also spoilers <laughs> uh, a, a man has his erect penis cut off which is like scissors yeah pretty tame what so is it like a is it like a really graphic showing of it or is it just like quick happens and it's kind of done? I mean, you like see it happen. I wouldn't say okay, it's, but it, is it, it like, like the movie's like pretty is it like graphic, a drawn out? Like, no, okay. no, it's not like a torture scene. Fortunately, okay. So can wait, I did ask? you say fortunately or oh, unfortunately? actually? No, it it's definitely graphic, but it's not like like having a penis beat by a hammer like a certain other film. Okay. Um, is it okay? Jake knows what I'm talking about. Would would this movie have replaced Barry Lyndon? Uh, what was uh, more yeah, torturous probably. for Alex? Yeah, I'm trying to wonder Barry if I would have like what I would have preferred. Love Exposure, by all intents and purposes, seems like a great movie. Oh, it's fucking fantastic! It, but but I like how Jake's saying that, but. No, I mean, I'm sure you like read the plot summary or something. Yeah, that's like, yeah. I, I, um, or like the, the, the synopsis. It's a great movie. It's just in a similar vein to how RRR has a lot going on. This movie has a lot going on. Sure does. Okay. Um, it's a great movie, though. One day we'll watch it. But didn't want to make you guys watch a Whenever we graphic. do the genital, uh, <laughs> genital <laughs> hurting bracket. bracket, yeah, we'll, that one will be top of the list. Along with that one with Willem Dafoe. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I realized I kind of played myself because one of my like top favorite movies of all time is decently long. Because uh, I was thinking like when I did, was do, thinking long bracket, I was like, oh, they have to be at least three hours was my like bar personal bar and so when i looked up some movies i was like "Ah, they're like two hours 45 that is long but is it like long enough to be in the long bracket so i overthought a bunch of them um and i love the curious case of benjamin button that is a a long movie that's like one of my that's one of my faves of all time uh yeah I, i i really do uh i i that's like genuinely not a popular opinion i know a lot of people have a lot of problems with that they're like oh it's like a forrest gump ripoff blah, 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 whatever i mean uh, forrest gump is a whole other box that's a whole other box of chocolates you're right 
Um, but <laughs> I just I love that movie. Another one that I enjoyed that kind of fit the same like kind of thing was Cloud Atlas, which was oh mm. that would have been really fun. That would have been really fun. But it's a it's a two hour and like forty five minutes. So I was like ah oh, like it's like it's almost there, but is it like long enough? Um, and that yeah. one's also contentious too. Like not a lot of people. I I remember watching that with my family, and only my brother and I enjoyed it, and my other like family members wanted to leave and they kept talking shit about it. My brother and I were looking at each other like, but we liked it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so those two were my two, like, ah, oh, like maybe I should have picked them, but oh, well I didn't, but I'll shout them out. Eventually I will get hopefully both of them on. Yeah. In due time, just to hit, because I, as I said, have so, so many. Yeah. <laughs> the, the like directorial categories. I already said Akira Kurosawa, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but, um, Quentin Tarantino, there were so yeah. many Tarantino movies you could have picked yeah. for this. I really wanted to do the whole bloody affair. Um, but didn't want to pack this bracket full of a character or that eh, Quentin Carantino, mm-hmm. um, uh, just as well. Martin Scorsese, um, Boo. a lot of I'm pretty kidding. long Martin Scorsese movies, um, mm-hmm. that I quite like. Um, no, there's some good ones those for later, later brackets. Um, and then finally, Francis Ford Coppola, uh, Godfather movies could have, yeah, put I'm surprised you didn't, I'm surprised you didn't double yeah. down. I want to save those. I want to save those for when we're not, you know, imagine like any movie you watch after sitting down and watching 12 other hours of movie in a day, you're going to be it's like, tough. I don't care, dude. Yeah. Get me through it. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, I just had one more and that's because I kind of think it's cool. And it's Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet. It's wow. a four hour movie because he like takes it straight from Shakespeare's script to to screen and he like doesn't cut anything out, which is uh, I think never done with Shakespeare film adaptation. So pretty cool. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh is definitely a theater, the theater, theater, theater boy. I didn't know how to explain that other than that. And so that's going to be really, 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 really well done. Um, I feel like you nailed it. Yeah. He's a theater, 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 theater boy. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Jake. That that was really, (laughs) it was insightful, right? Um, It's insightful. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Another. So shifting to an audience, because I know Matthew and I also have more, but we'll, we'll rotate here. So many movies I love. Um, I thought it was really funny. Two really funny things. One, so like I posted honorable mentions twice, and then people like you know got gave us a little bit more and more. It was so funny. Two people who don't even like know each other at almost the same time, uh, and this happened twice, gave the same movies. So two people did The Green Mile almost back to back, which is a good movie. And then two people did Schindler's List, another great movie, mm. back to back. And these two people, like, I know for sure don't know each other. And it was just wild that literally, like, at the same moment at the same time, they did those. And I was like, well, that was pretty cool. Another funny thing about the Schindler's List one, which is a sentence I never thought I'd say, uh, <laughs> <laughs> was that, I, you know, we post little, like, silly, stupid, like, photos for like the honorable mention thing so it was yeah, just and like you can see those on social media if you follow at tough guy pod you sure can and they're pretty damn fun if i do say so myself it was like a picture of taz and bugs bunny and like you know basketball and street clothes and they're like back to back and they're like give us your long movies and someone put i kind of feel weird putting this with this background but uh <laughs> schindler's list <laughs> <laughs> which I, I got a very good chuckle. Imagine very a Looney chuckle. Tunes Schindler's list. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Imagine or a Muppet Schindler's list. Really, really good stuff.
wild. Oh my god, Liam Neeson. Whoa, he's coming mm. full circle. Because Taken uh, 2. Taken 2, <laughs> but with Muppets. Uh, I have to laugh. I saw this, uh, this these audience honorable mentions, and I truly hope someone was joking when they wrote Eternals. Okay, yeah, that's also that's also a real one that got put. Eternals got put. Uh, why? Did you guys see audience, Eternals? Audience member, I, I don't want to shame you. Um, this is Eternals was the only movie I've ever seen in theaters where I in the middle of the movie several times raised my hand and did a thumbs down at the screen for the entire <laughs> audience sitting behind me to see and wow. felt no shame or regret. Damn, God, it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But I had Harry Styles. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, we're aren't I we guess. seeing the same thing with Don't Worry, Darling, yeah. where like. I feel like everyone I know that's I haven't seen it yet. Full disclosure. I haven't seen it yet either. Everyone I know that's seen Don't Worry Darling and giving it given it a rating above a six has said it got extra points just because Harry Styles was in it. (laughs) Um, Which is bad vibes for a film. That's the only reason it's above average. I saw a really funny tweet that it was like, I just saw Don't Worry Darling. And now I understand why uh, Christopher Nolan told him to not say a word in Dunkirk. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty brutal. Uh, so, that's so funny. It's pretty if brutal. You've seen Don't Worry, Darling. Tell us if that's true. And <laughs> unpacking, did you like Eternals, Jake? You know, I, I I did like I tend to enjoy most movies I see to some degree. There are only some that I actively hate. I just like going to the movies. But it wasn't one that like I like enjoyed a, a lot. You know, I thought some things were fun, but it's definitely like forgettable. MCU stuff like there are some MCU movies where like I totally will subscribe to the whole like Jesus we're making too many of these a year and like it's like kind of awful and like they're like quote unquote passable movies I think it's a passable movie but like why make a passable movie like four times a year when you can make a just really make great ones. movie um, and so it's like you mm-hmm. kind of question the machine and this one did make me question the machine Chloe Zhao as a director is fantastic though I mean because she she direct oh she no, did no madland no madland she did yeah. no madland uh so like eternals looks pretty in a lot of shots that aren't the it's CGI very stuff, pretty but the content of it is yeah. like the amount of stuff that happens in the movie could have been five minutes but you know first sex scene say. in the mcu so give it give it some credit i guess what are you talking oh wait is it like happen on screen yeah full penetration on screen penetration damn that's kind of naughty harry Um, styles does full penetration on screen in the eternals yeah gets Mm -hmm. penetrated on screen in the Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah very revolutionary there's a lot of people on the poster yeah there's it's called eternals it's called eternals because some people wanted that scene to go on for an eternity and other people (laughs) thought that the movie lasted for an eternity and there's no in between there's no in between no in between. Maybe they should have introduced a little love exposure scissors to that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised, Matthew, that you didn't call out our last audience audible mention. I totally thought you'd be like, let's talk about it. Oh, what honorable mention could that be? Uh, one, actually, audience, what the hell? Why You've seen long movies. <laughs> Why so few of you message us this time? Yeah, kind of wild. Honestly, kind of rude. <laughs> kind of wild. I feel like long movies though is kind of hard to like. Well, maybe they overthought like that, like I did. You know, they thought like, oh, like, a two oh, and a half has to be five movie. hours. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
but the the last one we got from the audience was Kong vs. Godzilla. Um, you know, <laughs> how me. long is that movie? I think it's like two something hours. I don't even think it's that long. It's thirty minutes. Two. It's less than two it's hours. Less than two hours. <laughs> it's about the length of a flight from New York to Atlanta. <laughs> Dude, Ooh. the fact that this is less than two hours and someone gave it to long movies. I'm sorry, little little dude, but you don't got no tolerance for this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can, can I expose that person real quick? Not their name, but just they gave multiple honorable mentions and Taken 2 was one of them as well. <laughs> so they're a very interesting person. They hate Taken 2. They think Kong vs. Godzilla is pushing it in terms of length. Maybe they actually meant that Taken 2 was too long because it was like over a minute. Maybe they can only watch like <laughs> they can, TikToks. Or like, yeah, TikTok has ruined their attention span. If it's not nine <laughs> seconds long, they're like, I can't put up with this shit. Maybe they just hate sequels. That's true. Well, they like Kong vs. Godzilla. They just think it's long. That's so sweet of them, though. Honestly, there's something kind of pure about being like this two hour movie. It's pretty long, it's pretty guys. Long. You talk about it on your show. Guys, I'm a little tie tie. I can't do it. Guys. Oh, oh, just imagine them doing a little cartoon yawn and they, they get, <sighs> and then just like you put a little nightcap on them and send them to bed Stretch. with a warm cup of milk. Yeah, I'm imagining it's like little Cindy Lou Who from the anime, the um, like animated old Grinch. Grinch cartoon. Yeah. You can't say animated Grinch anymore. That's true. Otherwise, you yeah. never know if it's a Grinch. Because of PC culture, am I right? Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Why can't you say animated Grinch anymore, guys? What the fuck? Um, any other honorable mentions you guys want to call out? Yeah. Um, I think uh, I should have probably done Blade Runner's director's cut. Uh, that's a good. Movie. Hey, we t- we. <laughs> so Jake and I actually talked about this a little bit. I love Blade Runner in general as universe the book do android stream of electric sheep and i nearly picked 2049 for this bracket despite preferring the original and And i love 2049 but jake said (laughs) despite preferring 2049 he almost picked the original which i thought was a cute little ships passing in the night we did did. and then we both bonded (laughs) over our hatred of jared leto it was really funny (laughs) like we proceeded (laughs) into shit on 2049 where it's like yeah i think it's a great movie uh except for one big part (laughs) Yeah, and then that we, that's where we came to the conclusion that the only acceptable Jared Leto media is um, <laughs> him from the This Is War music video. Yes, 110%. Which maybe if we do another music videos bracket, I'll put that one in it. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Um, I um, think we missed some like movie musicals that tend to be longer. Oh, I think like, you know, we could have gotten yeah, the sound true. of music in there. Fiddler on the Roof was one I Les was Miz. playing with. Les Mis, yeah, but well, we already did that one. Um, and it made it to the final, so put some respect on its name. <laughs> true, true. Spoilers for movie musical bracket. Um, there are literally like so many, yeah, long movies. Mm-hmm. Apocalypse Now is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Also, Francis Ford Coppola. Oh yeah, we forgot about our dishonorable mention that we all agreed on: The Irishman. All right, uh, so that concludes. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like uh, young CGI Robert De Niro trying to kick a man? <laughs> no, no, I and that was when he was like talking shit about how Marvel movies were too long and shit. And then he like released that. Did he did more. Irishman. He, he did like Martin Scorsese's arguments actually are completely valid. Yeah, there's more uh, context to that argument than the headline. Yeah, <laughs> completely valid. But the headline made me go, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to kill you. 
Um, with that, let us jump into our final matchup, and we can for once, for once and all, send these twenty six hours of movie out of our yeah. brains. Thank you guys for uh, sticking with this one and sending us <laughs> our honorable mentions. <laughs> I yeah. hope someone, you know, at least watch one of the movies. That's my, like, hope for this bracket. And if you watched one of them, hopefully it was Barry Lyndon. <laughs> <laughs> Where my Barry heads at? Where my Lyndon heads Lindeners. at? Lyndoners, come on. Um, yeah, come um, out of the woodwork so I can strangle you. <laughs> uh, with that said, on one side of the bracket, triumphing over the wailing and then Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers Extended Edition. Uh, we've got the epic spectacle that is RRR, and it is going up against the movie that trounced the first in its trilogy, made its way over the Hateful Eight, arriving at the finals. The spectacular conclusion, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Extended Edition. Jake, do you want to go ahead and introduce RRR for the last time in this bracket? SS Rajamouli's 2022 film Rise, Roar, Revolt, RRR is about two legendary revolutionaries and their star-crossed interwoven paths and taken down the British colonialists in the 1920s. This movie has has so much in it, like we you know talked about in honorable mentions. It's got love, it's got action, it's got betrayal, it's got dancing, it's got singing, it's got poison, it's got antidotes, it's got friendship, it's got hatred, it's got white colonizers dying, it's got... A lot of that. Tigers, (laughs) lions, bears, oh my. It's got fire, it's got water, and it has, you know, a tale of two brothers, not blood brothers, but that could, you know, cross centuries. Um, yeah, this, this movie, I'm just, I'm just so happy that two people that I, I love and adore were able to watch this movie and we talked about it for as long as we've talked about it. And I can't wait to talk about it more. Nice. Nice. Wonderful introduction there, Jake. Thank you. Uh, Alex, for the last time in this bracket, Return of the King. Yeah. The gang's all here. Mm -hmm. They're investigating a mystery. Uh, the mystery being, what's that uh, fish-smelling guy going to do when we try to throw his little present away? <laughs> uh, this, is a four, this is a four-and-a-half-hour <laughs> movie. The first half is one giant battle, and the second half is a journey into darkness. So, okay. I think I'm going to start this off hot, guys. Oh, Ooh, shit. We, we have to address an elephant in the room. And... I haven't been bringing it up because I wanted to give everything a fair shot and because I enjoyed RRR so much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, RRR is like a three-hour movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This movie is four and a half hours. It's a long fucking movie, guys. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's good the whole time, right? Like, Arguably. Okay, yeah, there's a spider (laughs) scene. Scary does not mean bad, Jake. Sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> but sorry please continue please continue okay rr is really good guys um but this movie also very good and this movie much longer yeah that is that is an argument for the log movie bracket and and that is admittedly yes if we are just talking length 
Return of the King's got that shit. I will admit that. So this gets at Alex so perfectly sets up, actually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, One of the conversations I really wanted to have as I was stewing on this matchup, because, you know, we picked the Lord of the Rings Return of the King extended edition. Right. Emphasis on the extended edition, obviously, you know, presumably because it's the longer version. When it comes down to it, I, I can't for sure know what was going on in Peter Jackson's head. Presumably, there was a reason to make a a film that certain things were cut when it comes to theatric the theatrical version. And it could be as simple as audiences, <laughs> film going audiences don't want to sit in a movie theater for four and a half hours. But it could also be more than that. Um, and to me, part of that question comes down to what are you trying to make? Are you trying to make a theatrical experience or are you trying to make an adaptation? And that is almost Mm. where I see the theatrical cut versus the extended cut kind of divide occur. Um, And I want to know what you guys make of that. You know, that it is four and a half hours. Do you think that that makes a better film? Do you think it is using its time wisely or in I guess wisely could mean yes, because they're trying to make this genuine adaptation of one of the greatest fantasy novels of all time. But it could also be, yes, I think it just makes it a better film as far as like functional movie stuff. And I, I, you know, I want to know what you guys make of that. So I think it it gets complicated because we, we do these brackets and and the reason why we like them so much and and that it, it works as, as often as it does is, is we have a theme. And we have a theme and we've picked long and we purposely make them vague for like, you know, uh, sometimes purposely vague for conversation. And it's hard because objectively this is it's the longer movie. And and I did, you know, consider because it was a hard for me throughout this whole bracket. If you listen back, talking extended versus the theatrical, like you said, I think that even if RRR is shorter i think ultimately because the lord of the rings as a franchise has so much like you said it's an adaptation this is the third one they're building up to something i mean they all have extended editions because of you know their success and then and the money between them and and the lore that exists i think that rrr will obviously we will never know what an extended edition of that looks like but they're probably like when you make a movie, there is stuff that is left on the cutting room floor, like a lot, especially when you make a longer movie. There's, there's all historically, they always, the tabloids like leak, especially for a Marvel product. like this movie is rumored to be three hours and 20 minutes long. And then it's like two hours, you know, long, <laughs> like, like they do that like for hype or whatever. I guarantee that there is, there are a lot of usable scenes. And clearly in RRR, the direction is fan fucking tastic. Like, Raja Muli, like, is a very good director in it that are just on the cutting room floor, but it doesn't have the same kind of star wow factor of Lord of the Rings because of all the lore and because of all the history and experience. Like, that studio believed in itself to, like, release extended cuts. Like, it knew it would benefit their brand. Like, it knew people, like, wanted that. And it's not that people don't want extended cut of RR. It's just people are satisfied with the story and they know that, or they think that there's not more lore where Lord of the Rings, they know that there is. And so it's like hard if you're comparing it just by like, well, technically Lord of the Rings is longer. Like, yes, it is. But RRR could have been longer and probably still like slapped. And I know the reality is, is that it isn't. And that is, I'm totally taking that in consideration. Mm -hmm. But I still think that 
because me personally, like I, I really like Return of the King. I don't think at all four hours are a perfect movie. I tend to like the totality of RRR more than the totality of Return of the King extended. Now, if it was just Return of the King, it might be different. Um, but I think extended, like just I, I, I know the lore at least well enough. I know you guys know it more. Just for me, I don't know it well enough to like at all the extended stuff as much as other people. And all of the the whole length of RRR, all three hours of this movie, I enjoyed. So I I guess I understand that theoretically RRR could have been longer. Maybe there was more stuff that was left out. Um, you tend to like the totality of RRR more, but I would kind of argue with that just because Lord of the Rings return of the King extended edition has so much to draw from and RRR doesn't have that source material that doesn't make what Return of the King Extended Edition does any less incredible, right? right? Because if anything, it has a strong fan base looking to either see the best or the failure in it. It is not blind support. You can see that by looking at the Hobbit movies, the last season of Game of Thrones. Um, like there are people who, if things are bad, they're not just going to sit by and be okay with it, right? Sure. So. Yeah, it had so much source material, it had so much stuff, but what I think the movie does so well and why the people who like it love it so fervently is because it works so hard to not only do its best to adapt the books, but to show the breadth of the world. The scene that comes to mind right now is the one where they light the torches from Minas Tirith all the way to Rohan. That scene of just torches going up in the mountain is like a minute, a minute and a half. Like, it's long, right? But it has so much weight and so much, like, emotional power of, like, they refuse to ally, they refuse to help each other until this bridge is met. It gives the world so much weight and so much size. Not only is this a long runtime, it is a long world, literally. I don't know. I I loved RRR. Very fun movie. But when you talk about long movies, it like I I just I don't see a world where I I can vote for RRR and not Lord of the Rings are here. Well, it seems you two are already like in your little beds, <laughs> Matt. Now, we all knew how this was gonna end. <laughs> to be fair, like I, I'm actually I'm not fully in a bed. I'm just presenting what I'm thinking. Alex is definitely in a bed. Like so, I, I've been literally debating this with myself the last week of yeah. like. Is there a way that I can give RRR a fair shot? And I really have been like trying to, mm -hmm. but and, and there's nothing more I can really say besides it is an event to sit down and watch the Lord of the Rings movies. You spend an entire day doing it. Um, and as much as you want to vote for like Return of the King Stand Edition is one movie, you have to judge it on its own. Like, yeah, but it's a part of this series, and there's a context with the series, and like it has this backbone, it has this context, uh, and it, you can't just divorce the movie from that. Mm -hmm. um, like, RRR is a great movie. I wouldn't host a party just to have a bunch of friends watch RRR. I oh, probably I would. would. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I definitely would. That is an experience. It's so that much fun. So fun. You've never, it's you've a never fun just movie, like invited like, your friends over to watch like a single movie. Like, hey guys, there's 
even like mm-hmm. good movie, super shit movie. Like you've never just yeah. been like, you want to get together and watch a movie. I mean, it's always I has guess to be so. like an event. But I mean, like when you think of, when I think of, I guess I go back to when I like bring people over to watch a movie, we just kind of hang out, watch a movie. Maybe we'll finish the movie. Usually not. When I would like sit down with my friends and watch the Lord of the Rings movies, it was like, okay, come over at 8 a.m. We're going to start these movies and go the entire day just like sitting there watching them. Uh, It's like it's such a huge thing. I don't know. Like, I agree that RR is really good. Uh, It's really fun. You could watch with your friends and have a great time. But uh, like to me, Lord of the Rings is an event. It is yeah. so much bigger, and well, for me, that is that is a long. Movie. To be completely fair, it ha- it has the time, it has the history. Like like the RR just came out this year, um, and Lord of the Rings like has been around. You can, it it is now an event. Like it is now. I agree with you that 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 is a thing. Like when when you hear someone doing Lord of the Rings like marathon, like it's usually people who's like, oh, I'm gonna watch all that. Like I I totally get that. But I don't think that's necessarily a great argument for a movie that just came out this year and is already so great, but we don't even know its potential of how great it can be and what its lasting power will be. It's also tough because built into the Lord of the Rings is the fact that they're an adaptation of what is probably the most famous fantasy series Mm -hmm. in Western media. You know, like Tolkien literally redefined fantasy and everyone else is like, yeah, that's how we're going to do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it means it's like its legacy is built on the back of an existing m- monumentally important legacy. I know that if these films had been bad, no one would care about these movies. They'd probably still be talking about Tolkien. Um, and it is really tough to divorce these movies from that context. But I also you know, think you I, don't have to. Like, sure, that's a part of the movie, for sure. Like, I think that is part of what makes it so good and what makes you want to sit down and watch the whole thing. I I think that's part of what I was getting at with my question is, is the extended edition of Return of the King best fit to be viewed as just a filmic experience? Or is it like this greater attempt at making a true adaptation of the Return of the King novel. I think it's an enriching experience for a select amount of people. I think that RRR is a more full experience for a wider net of people. And that's not saying like mass appeal should be the way that should go. I I don't necessarily subscribe to that. I'm just saying that I do think Lord of the Rings edition is a very, like, I, I could see just watching Lord of the Rings Return of the King and be like, oh, I want to watch that. Whatever, I'll watch it. Saying I want to watch the extended edition, while for some people, yes, that is an event, that is a thing, I don't think that's a as big of a, a draw for a lot of a lot of people. Uh, and, and, and I just happen to be one of those people where if it wasn't for, you know, this podcast, or if a friend, like, wasn't, like, super obsessed with it, whatever, I, you know, I probably wouldn't have the hankering where... As I mean, little. we talked about that last week, yeah. though, of like, and this is, we just disagree on this, Jake, because yeah. I don't think a long movie should be something where spur of the moment, you just decide you want to watch it. It's a long movie. You know, you have to make a decision to watch sure. it, in my mind. Sure. Hmm. Hmm. You have to. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You do have yeah. to. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> you have to. <laughs> because, it's you know, tough. it's tough. Yeah, it, it it's it's tough because, I you know, as I said maybe Jake, your bed is not fully made, but like 
I am essentially the swing voter here and, and trying to parse these two is really, really hard um, because, you know, I know we just voted two towers versus RRR last week, but there's almost a piece of this that is a different beast because yeah. there is that that huge fact that Return of the King you know, it dedicates an hour of its runtime to conclusions because it has to conclude everything from the pre- preceding 10 hours, or I guess at that point, by the, that point, the runtime of Return of the King, 14 hours of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there's a lot that it's got to put together. And I think it does so in such a satisfying way that is really, really valuable as far as long movies go. Then the other coin, I truly believe RRR is a a modern classic in the making of a spectacle film. Like it's something that people will sit down and watch and go, holy shit. Like how did this get made? It's so crazy and it does it so well. Um, So it's tough. They, they have different approaches to what it means to be long. And, (laughs) you know, I, I, I guess I'm not sure which one is, is correct. Yeah. Well, uh, that's one, the thing. There, there's no, even. yeah, there's no correct. Cause I, cause that's the thing I, I also want to say and why my bet's not fully made. I, I like Return of the King, you know, a lot more than let's say two towers for the example that like the RR. Um, and I'll say that even, even with the spider, whatever, fuck it. Uh, I, I genuinely, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely enjoy Return of the King and, and I have to give it credit for its conclusion. That is so awesome. And to still be as long Imagine if Return of the King was only 90 minutes. Imagine if it was a tight 90. <laughs> Holy <laughs> hell. I, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. I don't know what they'd keep. I know what I wouldn't keep. But uh, <laughs> I just, I, I do, like, out of all of them, like, I, I, I like this one a, a lot. Um, and so it is the most difficult matchup for me versus something like RRR. Like you said, Matthew, it's, it's just like, it's hard also seeing such a recent film capture me this deeply. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I have it's to also give that credit. Like, that's insane. Especially, so, like... Go go ahead. Keep your thought in your brain, though. No, you... Oh, yeah, I got my thought. Yeah, you got it in your little brain? Yeah, it's in there. Okay, hell yeah. I got locked away. Steel trap, baby. Steel trap. I hope me talking didn't make me forget what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I... Oh God, it's happening! I knew it. I, knew I tell it was Jake happen. to say it, and he instead opts to go the route of make a joke. <laughs> it's my curse of this whole podcast. I swear to God, it's either make a joke or say a point that is actually valid and, and well thought out. Um, and I'll always choose the joke, baby. We're a comedy <laughs> podcast first. Um, I think that I lost it, and Matthew can go, and I'll, it'll probably come back. So, just to kind of. As we continue discussing this, something to stew on, and I actually didn't know, and I guess RRR provided me the opportunity to learn when we talked a little bit about this film is not a Bollywood movie and why that's like culturally significant. Mm-hmm. A little bit more reading, it turns out the characters of Beam and Raju are real people. They're real revolutionaries. Yeah the 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 bow he takes from the like the they're like they're real dudes they didn't actually meet and nor did they like no, uh, climb on the what? shoulders of the other and fucking 360 <laughs> snipe hundreds of dudes the dude did uh, battle 100 people uh, by himself though <laughs> that was accurate um <laughs> and and that's just so that's like such an interesting layer mm-hmm. because 
RRR is like a genuine mythology. Yeah. Like it is, it is a, it is a cultural historical mythology for these two real revolutionaries and figures in Indian history. And that is just such an interesting angle. And I almost wish I could have had the context of knowing who these people were or like growing up reading Oh God, I'm mad history this, yeah. and then mm-hmm. getting to see this movie mythologizing these two people would be so cool. Well, that's or potentially, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Well, that's also like kind of the thing where it's like this has potential to really be like a really impactful movie. And, and like it, it, we already talked about this, but it's already made so much money. Like people are seeing this movie like all across <laughs> the world. It's 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 insane. Oh, what I was going to say, I got it in my little brain. Yay. Look, blockbusters are kind of hard nowadays. I don't know if you guys have, like, noticed. Um, It's hard to, like, define what a blockbuster is, especially when just it's like, oh, every Marvel movie makes a billion dollars. Like, what is a spectacle film now? And I think back then, like, Lord of the Rings kind of, like, hits it, like, so perfectly during that, like, kind of, was it, mid-2000s, like, frame where, like, that was a spectacle. People lined up, people like still talk about people, whatever. It's, I think the spectacle film or like the definition has like changed or evolved over the years to where like a film like RRR is such like the word of mouth and the media around it, like on like Twitter, like social media and stuff. Like that's like an insane way to like promote this movie and make it a spectacle. This isn't a Marvel movie. This isn't something like that. And it's still being really like successful and powerful. And I think that that's super well noting in these like films where every like of every one of those big films is trying to be a spectacle film in this like era. It still like cuts across as something special. I think that's like extra powerful. I, I think that is one of the interesting things with this matchup is the two of you guys getting to be like the third person in the room. The two of you guys talking a little bit about an event and what your approach to that idea is like Alex, this idea of sitting down and committing to watching 15 hours of movie to recount in almost complete accuracy, this completely legendary genre defining fantasy story versus this idea of what it means to like create a single theatrical experience that, um, is having like an active cultural impact. Um, and, and I feel like some of it, at least I, I'm, I'm obviously not characterizing your opinions like a hundred percent correct. How um, dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but there, there's this piece of it, Jake, that I, I, I think your like love specifically of like the movie theater as a medium or as a, yeah, as a vehicle for seeing a film almost like plays into the significance of something like RRR. Like there is like it being an active and ongoing film phenomena. It's probably very true. Like additional appreciation because it's like get together and go to the theater and see this. Of course, RRR is a hard one for that because it is not in many, if any theaters. I would pay so much money to see RRR (laughs) in theaters. Like Um, if RRR had a showing at like the broad, like a local theater, I oh my god I would I would go to that I would go to that you probably you probably could petition them to try and get them to do it probably I mean if it 
does make it to the Oscars. The the Britannia or the Broad does like an Oscars show. Yeah, they would for sure have it then. Yeah, this is just such a tough matchup because to me, they are very different versions of the long movie. And that's what it sounds like they are for you. And those are the reasons why you like that version of the long movie. Yeah, Yeah, it's tough. I I mean, it's hard because like. I really enjoyed RRR, right? Like, it's a yeah. great movie. It's so much fun to watch. I really enjoyed Lord of the Rings, and I give it so... Or Return of the King, is. I give so much credit to it. It's great. Yeah. And, Matt, I think you're right about Jake and I just, like, approaching these with different ideas of what we enjoy in a long movie and, and what we think makes a long movie best. Because the Lord of the Rings movies were unique when they came out, too. Like... The same way that RRR feels so special and like a spectacle, Mm -hmm. like the Lord of the Rings movies are unlike any movies that came before them and probably came since they've tried to recreate the magic of these movies with, you know, the Hobbit and all those other things. And they failed (laughs) spectacularly. Right. It's just interesting. But but even then, like this was such a different type of spectacle than RRR is. Right. Um, It's just interesting and fascinating the way film evolves. Yeah, I I think it's almost like Lord of the Rings is like an epic poem in in like the the truest sense of the word epic, where RRR is a spectacle in the truest sense of the word spectacle. And both of those are 100 percent valid reasons to sit down and spend and watch a long movie. Yeah, if you watching a long movie as epic and a spectacle, I'm I'm gonna watch those movies, which is why we should have pitched The Hobbit. Uh, <laughs> and battle of the five armies hey, goes hard we, dude we would have such an easier conversation now if we had pitched the hobbit <laughs> if the hobbit made it this far jesus christ what's <laughs> happening you wouldn't even spite vote for mouse hunt what's going on here and then from the top rope suddenly the hobbit desolation of smog <laughs> benedict cumberbatch his hard work paying off and we have to somehow vote because it's about that time and guys, I have a question. What would have happened if Beam and Raja were in the Fellowship? Shit. Well, I, well, I almost said shit would have been done faster, but also they like have more and more shit. Every single, every <laughs> single enemy that got defeated, a like bigger, stronger, more crazy enemy would take its place in like the most mm-hmm. stupid way. It'd probably be really fun. Again, All I know. Legolas would be the same character. So that's. <laughs> That's good to know. I think they would be, I think it would actually be pretty interesting because I think they would be philosophically opposed to what to do with the ring. Like they would not agree, mm. which mm. would be so interesting. Right. And then they'd have to fight them and they ain't winning. Fellow, fellowship guys ain't winning that fight. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be tough. You know, it depends if um, Samwise Gamgee has Mjolnir or not. <laughs> call back baby go Love watch that. the team up bracket <laughs> wow wow remember when i pitched the a team justice for the a team anyway <laughs> that was fun i had a great time with it. imagine a, a tight 90 kind of movie right about now <laughs> no i'm, like a tight I'm romanticizing tight 90s right now i watched the bob's burger movie on the plane because i was like yeah i need just like something easy <laughs> Despite it being an approximately five-hour play, playing ride, yep. Jake's like, I just, I can't right now, man. <laughs> the, the perfect time to watch a long movie. No, 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 no. Give me a title. Guys, I'm so glad our, likely, the movies for the next bracket are going to be shorter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
can't wait to find out what that next bracket is, audience. That's Aren't pretty you exciting. interested? I don't know. Did we whet your appetite? I'm wet and hungry. That'd be pretty fun. That would also be pretty fun. Wow. I'm like 50-50 if Legolas becomes a revolutionary or a colonizer. If he just yeah, joins yeah. the British. He might he <laughs> might join the British there. He might be like he will join the British and then realize the error of his ways. But he would he would create he would he would do war crime. <laughs> At least one war crime. Yeah. He would do war Legolas, crime. Legolas has one war crime in him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With that said. Does Alex, you want to you want to do the honors at the end of the day for me, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, extended, the Lord of the Rings extended editions in general are the ultimate long movie viewing experience. I think Return of the King extended edition does a great job of tying everything together, concluding an epic series, honoring the history and the context from which the story comes. I think at the end of the day, it is incomparable uh I, I think i think it is to me there is nothing greater for a long movie experience than what this movie accomplishes um so i am voting for lord of the rings return of the king extended edition i was really hoping after all that you would have just randomly said R R R. i mean yeah i i really wasn't completely sold but i just think talking longer about it and in these like camps i i'm gonna go i'm i'm gonna vote for rrr I think just having having what it could be is so exciting to me and I know exactly how I felt with it. And again, I just I just enjoy the totality of RRR more than the totality of the extended edition and they're both still long. So that is true. You know, <laughs> so like that's that's just that's where I'm at. But both both great movies minus spiders. Uh so Brings it to me. You guys made your little beds. Now you're already honk shooing your your night away. I'm a me. Yeah, I'm a sleepy. I'm a little sleepy, dreamy boy. Um, I think this might be one of the closest matchups in my head that we've had. Where if we redid this ten times on ten different days, I would probably vote ten different ways. Can only Which vote really, two different ways. Yeah, wait. Name the other eight <laughs> ways you could vote. Oh God! Um, God the well, Godfather Part Two is coming. Oh God, it's coming. <laughs> Be like, since I can't vote for <laughs> Godfather Part Two, I'll vote for the second best option. No, it, it's it's more so that question of spectacle versus epic that is nearly impossible for for me to pick one over the other. And which one I prefer at any given time is going to be a, a image of me in that current headspace and moment, etc. And it just so happens this is me post 26 hours of movie watching <laughs> and, you know, four hours of conversation about said movies, plus planning and prep. And yeah, th- that just to say that I, th- I think my philosophical consistency is the big question, how can I maintain it and yet feel like I could vote for both of these or either of these? And I I, I honestly don't know, audience. God, please help This me. is where he quits. This is it. He walks away. His long goodbye. <laughs> um, wow, I truly thought that after all that, you were going to say after... T- 26 hours of movie you were just gonna vote for rrr because it's the faster funner one because <laughs> it's slightly shorter um 
<laughs> and I think today, with how I am feeling, with how I am thinking, I am going to vote for Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. I genuinely had no idea what he was going to yeah, say. Holy shit. Um, that said, RRR is a spectacle. It is so good. Please go and watch it. It very easily could have been the winner at the other side of this. With that said, we've got a brand new bracket coming to your little ears near you. And <laughs> that was really good. Because because you said little now instead of like long. And so like we're, we're changing paths. No more long exactly. talk. The juxtaposition. No more long exactly. talk. It's the little. Tough Cup Boys have all little penises from here point on. <laughs> Much hey, like Three inches is really big to some people, Jake. <laughs> Much like Jake's fear and Sheila the Spider. Oh, don't say its name. <laughs> A small Jake would have been extra fa- afraid. Don't we agree? Yes. Well, <laughs> our next bracket is childhood fears, baby. Movies oh, that yeah. scared us as kids. We're welcoming spooky season in. The Tough Cut lads love a good spooky season. And so we're going to Most read of us do. The Tough Cut lads love a good spooky season, damn it. Sorry, guys. Sorry. And, you know, we're doing, yeah, the movies that scared the shit of us as a kid. And maybe they still scare us now. Who knows? Looking at you, Alex. Don't don't do anything yeah, the, you're afraid of. The movies that I'm picking certainly still scare me currently. <laughs> um, this bracket's going to be so much fun. So be on the lookout for it to come out and for our announcement posts about what's in the bracket. Because um, it's sure to be delightful. We're going to get spooky voice Matthew a lot. Delightfully spooky. Ooh. Definitely spooky. And I'm Jakers. Oh, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> with that said, uh, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure to rate and review it on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Follow us on social media at Tough Cut Pod. We're on all of your favorites. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you should share today's episode with someone who was once a child. Wait. <laughs> I see what you did there. Make sure you write a long review, share, too. Share this episode with everyone you know who used to be a child. Yeah, so write us a long review and then tweet at us at Tough Cut Pod what the word count total was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And double the engagement. Yeah, double the engagement. <laughs> you know what? Also share this with kids you know for sure that you've scared uh, in your lifetime. Maybe if you know children, if you if you aren't very well acquainted with children, but know that you scare them, yeah. don't do no, this. no, no. Like, like I bet, do like it. as if you were a kid and you scared another kid. Don't go around scaring kids for the sake of this podcast. Oh, I thought you meant if there was someone who an adult knows that they scared, like as like if no. I hey, as kids, an adult scared. Want to listen to this podcast, <laughs> hey, kids? I've come got a good speaker system. Oh, we're going downhill. You can listen to it in my van. 